Hey guys, what's going on? Uh, today we're going to be starting a little bit of a new series, something that I've been very excited about for a little while, have been thinking about for years, and it gets me back a little bit to my roots. So uh, I actually started a Substack, and it's been something that I've been wanting to do for uh, probably about the last year, and have been just kind of jotting down notes. And I find that I'm a better writer than speaker. This is sort of my original. For those of you guys who've been around for a long time, I used to write very lengthy emails, uh, blog posts, uh, newsletters, all of the above. And for those who really didn't like to sit and read, um, I don't think it was the best medium. So what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to do both. So uh, I'm going to write the blog post. And once I feel like I've edited it and I enjoy it and it's kind of what I want, then I'm going to come back and I'm going to record the audio and attach that to the blog post. Substack allows you to drop audio in at the top so that you can listen to it. Then I'll also release it on the podcast as well. So there'll be multiple different forms that we can consume this content, right? You can listen to it on the podcast. You can read it on the blog or in your email. And uh, this will go out with our Sunday emails every week. So I hope that this is a fun project. I really look forward to it. You know, we just did Jess Hosgood's tenure. And one of the big things that I do when people celebrate their 10 years with friendship is I go back and I'm not an email deleter. So I save, I think, pretty much every email that's ever been sent to me. Um, so I've changed email addresses a few times over the years, unfortunately. So uh, sometimes it takes me a little bit to read through all of them. But one of the big things that I found was that, you know, Jessica, especially, she's been such an amazing supporter of me especially back in, you know, 2014, 15, 16, while I was doing this, she would always respond to the letters or the blogs that I would write and take the time and with care and love, give me some positive feedback and just support me with that. And reading those back a little bit made me a little bit nostalgic. And while I was doing that, I went through and went back and read a lot of my uh, old blog posts and newsletters. And um, I guess just had a little bit of uh, nostalgia, right? Uh, just, I guess that's sort of the catalyst for this. So thank you, Jessica, uh, for being amazing and replying to that, uh, because you are the catalyst for this. So, um, so you guys will see this in your first email, uh, come out today and, uh, wherever you guys are listening to this, whether it's on, uh, the Substack that I'm creating or it's on, uh, the email or it's on, you know, the podcast. Thank you guys so much for, uh, taking the time to listen to this. I hope it hits well. Welcome to the Friendship Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Binnick, and today we're going to be talking about all things fitness, wellness, and mindset so that you can be the best version of yourself for everybody and your family and life that loves you and needs you. This post is titled, Doing Your Duty and Being Productive. Lately, there has been so much discussion of AI and the rapid nature of advancing technology. In the health and fitness world, it's already started working to replace humans in programming, social media content, and even in texting replying to DMs and text messages from prospective clients. The discussion continues to focus on what industry AI will be replacing first, but I believe this is the wrong way to look at it, and in my opinion, I believe that people who will be replaced first are the most unproductive individuals in our society. One of the big crises we face right now is a massive motivational issue, an action issue, a duty issue, and ultimately a productivity issue. 
doing the right thing, the necessary thing. It almost certainly is not what we want to do. The body is amazing at calling the mind to comfort. But to earn the right of a free and sovereign, happy lifestyle, we must have a deep understanding of what is required of us. I believe that this is a pure lifestyle choice, as in it follows you everywhere. I do not believe that you can pick and choose when or where you allow this personality trait to show itself. For example, I don't believe that you can quiet quit your job while simultaneously working on your health and fitness. When your body and mind start to decide where certain things can be slacked off on, that will permeate itself across the rest of your life. It may not happen immediately, but slowly you will begin to go off your meal plan, stop reading and developing your mind, cease a life of educational advancement, miss a few workouts, or worse, start deciding that you're too good for one of these things. Not give it your full intention, your effort, your energy, just like you did at work. Frequent reminder that I'm always pushing into my brain. You're not too good for anything. You deserve nothing. Pick up the trash, clean the toilet, run to get the client what they need. Give maximum effort. Be helpful, be kind, be caring. I see the picking up of the trash and the cleaning of the toilet to be analogous to eating quality foods, doing accessory work, going to bed before 9 p.m. It's also analogous to arriving early at work, going the extra mile, helping a friend. These are the things first lost when we fall off the focused path. Always search and listen for that little voice giving you permission to take it easy, to slide out early, to not be helpful. To not pick up the thing or leave the place better than you found it. To not maximizing your effort. Own your 20 square feet. You cannot fix the world if your own house isn't in order. In our world of gaslighting politics, TikTok, and social media, so many of us get sucked into the trap of worrying about these massive, major, worldwide issues, all while we aren't personally happy or successful. It's a distraction. The focus on things outside of your own 20 square feet is actually stopping you from doing the real work, taking the real actions that will lead you to happiness and success, to freedom and productivity, to being an indispensable friend and colleague, to being the most important person to those around you. And those people around you need you to be that person, now more than ever. Lots of things will get easier, and that may not be a good thing for everyone. One of my favorite quotes of all time is, They were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. That's from my boy Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. It's a great quote. I believe these next five to 10 years will be filled with a lot of our close friends and family suffering from physical and mental health issues, work-related issues, and a crisis of fulfillment. This will often be associated with these individuals not maximizing their effort, not being productive and helpful at work, not taking care of their bodies and minds, not going the extra mile in their relationships, not giving back to their communities. 
the sum of these miscalculations will leave individuals in a very weakened state. We can guide them. You can show them how to take control of your own 20 square feet, how to train it every day, how to treat your, how to teach your brain to seek out those opportunities and give, give, give. It won't be easy. AI and social engineering are going to work hard against this fight. But there will always remain the steadfast energy giver out there spreading positive vibes and uplifting others seeking out the path. Productivity is the sum of our choices. Do your duty. Lead by example. and Be the highest order of the productive members of our society so that we can lead others out of the coming challenges we face. Thank you guys for listening. You know, I think the the biggest thing, just to add a little uh, little nuance uh, to this post, is as I as I really sat and you know kind of thought about this, I've been reading all of these articles and seeing all this stuff with the new uh, the new Apple AI or whatever you know whatever it is not not AI but the headset, and you know I, I see these things coming <laughs> that. You know, you can, you can do this, you know, do this, have seven windows open on an airplane and be doing all this stuff and attention spans are suffering. And I, I just don't see anybody using these things and just being like, oh my gosh, like, look at how much mentally healthier we are as a society. Like, look at how good everybody's physical health is as a result of all of these technological advancements. We're really going the opposite direction here, unfortunately. And, uh, you know, <sighs> I don't want to say that we have to reject technology because I don't believe in that. I, I love technology. I use all kinds of stuff. I mean, I use AI to help me do this blog and podcast and help me run the gym, do all kinds of stuff. But, and I'm never perfect, right? But I have my own 20 square feet pretty dialed in. You know, I, I don't, I, I, I'm at a point now where the only thing that I want and need in the world is just to help the other people around me feel that same, you know, happiness and success and, um, you know, fitness and health and not see them struggle or be in pain or hurting or unhappy or sad, um, you know, just help them avoid those things. And I think that once we get those kind of 20 square feet, once we get our zone of, you know, competence, like just ourselves, once we get that stuff in line, once we build systems around it, once it's a part of who we are, then adding some of these things on top of it is just such a welcome benefit to our lives. But you can't do it the other way around. I, I don't believe that you can be an unhealthy, unmotivated individual who's struggling in every sense of the word, mentally, physically, emotionally, at work, in their relationships, everything. And then start to add some of these technologies in. I think those are the people who it victimizes, who it preys on. And so just things to be thinking about. I know a lot of us are parents. I think these are hard things to think about. Um, but I have been very amazed in these past few years. I actually got sent a couple of messages and had a couple of conversations just this week about how some of us in this community who have really committed to the mindset work and really committed to changing who they are as a person in front of their kids who are, you know, teenagers or becoming young adults, 
And now a few years has gone by and they get to see that the teenager was watching. They were listening. They were paying attention. And it started to soak in and it changed who they were, who they are and who they're going to be. And you get to see that payoff. And man, I can't imagine for some of those parents, um, you know, for Sean, for Emily, for some of the other parents I've had this discussion with, can't imagine what that feels like. It's got to be the best feeling in the world to see your kids start walking uh, just an incredible dialed in focused path to see them happy and in control and know that, you know, some of your decisions that you made to walk that a little bit of a harder path, um, you know, that, that, that mattered in those choices for them. So I hope this finds you guys. Well, uh, if you guys like this new medium, please, you know, shoot me an email, leave a comment on the sub stack. Uh, I'll be able to read all those. It's kind of fun. Um, so you know, this is uh, this is going to be a weekly thing that I do. Um, it'll be sent out, like I said, with the Sunday email every week. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks.